right, guys, welcome back to the Triple Six Podcast. I'm your host, T, and back always is D. How's everyone going? All right, guys, we're going to talk about something that is scary, and actually it, it has the potential to uh, do some real damage out there, and what that one thing is is uh, facial recognition. Now, I know here in our own country there are certain states that are fighting against this. There are certain groups and organizations that are fighting against it. And I agree. This is something that we uh, we definitely should all band together on because the potential benefits definitely, definitely outweigh the cost. What do you think, D? Absolutely. So. And in this fight, we're not alone. There's actually members in Congress that feel the same way we do. This is an ongoing battle, though. They are going to vote on this legislation this year. So let's talk about a, a hypothetical situation right now. Not just in our own country, but the world. How do you guys think some of some of the more sinister governments of the world will use this technology, especially when people start to stand up and fight for you know things that that really matter, like uh, better wages, equality, liberty, things that people have always fought for? I mean, D, what do you think? How do you think some countries are gonna use this technology? So look at <clears throat> I have to use China and Korea as an example because they actually have. Um, two pieces of technology so they are in the process of going paperless currency to where you have to download an app on your phone and China based on the type of character you are is based on how much uh, currency you're going to get who's going to determine what type of character you are that's kind of scary and we already have two countries that we know have started implementing this type of technology absolutely absolutely and then think about countries like uh in Iran where people are are protesting I mean it's going to be used against them and those people are going to be thrown in jail and unfortunately some of those people are going to be executed so I think when we talk about the powerful versus the powerless this is definitely a tool and the powerful's bag that everyone else needs to watch out for mm -hmm. we definitely we definitely need to fight <clears throat> against it because imagine how scary that is what if what if I'm just saying to the degree of facial tech uh, recognition technology what if in the future protesters for freedom of rights and free free universal rights in other countries travel to other countries and then <clears throat> these dictatorships follow them through the use of facial recognition technology to pinpoint their location and take them out within their own country because now they have the right to do that and the technology to find those dissenters what is that going to do for us absolutely and what's scary here Especially and, investigative journalists, right, T? Absolutely. Here here in our own country, I know the FBI has this uh, FACE program where basically they have a database of over 400 million driver's license. The deep FACE program. So, I mean, if that's just what happens here in our own country, I can only imagine <clears throat> how it's being implemented in other countries. And at the same time, it's it's really scary, guys. So, I mean... Like I always say, where do we go from here? I think we definitely need to uh, definitely have a conversation of how this can be used against us. And I know one, another major way is your data, guys. And we say it all the time. I mean, exactly. it needs to get into people's head that data is not, not a fictional thing. Data is your life. Data is everything about you. And your triggers, what makes you happy, what you enjoy. And there are certain entities out there that are absolutely every single day of your life using your data against you. and Trying to trigger us. Oh, yeah. Trying They're to take our us. happiness away from us. Look at our own own country. I mean, this last year, we've seen a pandemic. 
there's been riots from multiple groups. Absolutely. And a lot of this behavior has been driven by a lot of the people that are claiming to save us. So, unfortunately, we need to wake up and start having a real conversation about privacy rights, free speech. Data rights, because right now data is free. Exactly. And unfortunately, as long as it is, and if we keep on trekking on into this future, we are definitely, definitely guys in murky waters. So, like I always say, where do we go from here? It's hard to say, but I know in our own time, Freddie Gray, I remember that guy, that poor bastard who died in the back of a van. I know the people that protested his death, the police used the database against him and those protesters to arrest some of those people. And I it know there's, a, being, there's databases being created all over the country. Gross so, misuse of facial recognition technology by I, a government agency. That's what we're seeing. Absolutely. And... What's scary, guys, is they're using the same arguments that have been used since the beginning of time. You know why they want to do it? In the name of security. security. So That's right. One of the, my favorite quotes of all time is, Those that trade liberty for security deserve either. And where do we want to go from here? I think, you know, what's also scary is how... A lot of the people that are participating in protests and things like that, they're going to do a lot of time in jail. And and unfortunately, it's because of facial recognition technology. It's things like GPS location. It's things like we live in a scary time where they're tracking everything you do, say, move. And... um, like I said, where do we go from here? Do you either way? We got to you know? push for it. You know, we have to campaign our legislators, our congressmen, in order to uh, vote for. There's actually two pieces of legislation that have been proposed. Um, one is the Facial Recognition Technology Warrant Act, and the other one is the Ethical Use of Facial Recognition Act. And one was introduced in 2019, the other one was introduced in 2020. And so. Both of these pieces of legislation are are put, they haven't been put in place yet. They haven't been voted on. So it's our job to urge the voting on these pieces of legislation. And I urge every one of you to read up on what these pieces of legislation are. So what the Facial Recognition Technology Warrant Act does is that places limits on when government agencies are allowed to use facial recognition facial recognition technology whoa say that 10 times fast that's a mouthful anyway the act itself places regulations on them and limits the amount of usage so that they can only use the technology when they have a warrant on an individual person and they are not allowed to use the technology on the overarching population they're only allowed to scan the population for that one individual and i got a question what happens i mean technology just like humans it's susceptible to error no absolutely the algorithms have to constantly be reworked because as people you know society is very complex and as society becomes uh increases in our complexity as we gain more democracies and as our technologies grow we have to constantly rework the algorithms that we're inputting into these systems absolutely so what's scary too is i mean a lot of these new facial recognition technologies they they make mistakes and they're making mistakes on some of the most vulnerable and susceptible people in our society and that begs the question guys what type of society do we want to live in i know i want to live in a free democracy 
and in the history of humanity for as long as it's been debated either way this, we is have the, to this is the best that we've come up with so far and I don't think that when it comes to some, the way that surveillance is being used that we can live in a free society and have both so we have to fight for it okay the technology does have um, potential for good uses the problem is is right now there's gray areas because the technology is brand new there's no legislation and so governments are pro are implementing the technology faster than they're creating legislation for it because you can grandfather it in and the only people that can stop in a country like the United States are the people right now this is something that is being implemented on the state and municipal level so we can put this to a referendum that's one way to do it but I think um Unfortunately, unless en enough people are willing to, to start recognizing how important things like this are, especially when it comes to facial recognition technology, it's not because I understand that there's some aspects that can be useful, but there are others that are just, just, just too great. And just because something can be created, I don't think it should. And I think this century is going to teach us that hard, hard lesson just because we can create facial recognition program just we we create ai just because we can create clones new life forms things like that do you, do you think we should oh, well you come down to a problem of international relations once one government has it what's to prevent them from using it on you okay and why don't you have it to combat that government so like i said these are very murky waters that we're treading absolutely absolutely do so we'll see what the future holds so everybody says that for humanity to be saved eventually we're gonna have to leave this planet because unfortunately we keep having babies and the resources keep running out and there's no amount of technology unfortunately i don't think that can undo the damage that's already been done so unless we conquer the stars we're truly fucked but before we can do that we have to conquer ourselves so that's the story we're trying to tell right now. On our next episode, it's finally going to be a video. We got one of the complicated people in history that we're going to talk about. And by talking about him, by talking about him, it shows the complexity of mankind. It's also going to help humanity. to illustrate the structure that was put in place as a result of the way that he decided to go about Gaining his prestige and his power on the world stage. Absolutely, D. Absolutely, D. So, before we can conquer the stars, we got to figure out how we conquer Earth. And before we can even conquer Earth, and I don't, I don't mean it that in the, the literal sense, but we have to conquer ourselves. So, to do that, we, we have need, to understand. We need to have honest conversations because today, current events section of this topic. We're gonna it looks like to they the impeach Donald Trump. They impeach twice, Donald Trump for it twice, and it's symbolic move. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He's a monster. So is Biden. But guess what, guys? But hey, so are you, right? Exactly. I'm a monster. Everyone's a monster. So we they impeached him twice, but it has no way of passing because unfortunately Pence is not going to move to remove him. So this is all for show. And unfortunately, I hear lots of talk from everyone, and I mean, they're saying that there are going to be mass uh, insurrections and riots 
at every capital through the United States. And I think the president did come out though and encourage no violence, no insurrection. He doesn't stand for this. He made a speech about this earlier. Well, absolutely, and he needs to because as a country right now, we are so divided. And unfortunately, guys, we do have real enemies on the world stage. We have forgotten. I think what happened to the president Donald Trump is a good example of the road to hell is paved on good intentions, right? No. If you say so. Either way, I think Trump Trump is a a very complicated fellow, and you guys know my feelings on him. So they're the going. Point, they're, they're, the they're, they're, they're moving to his words and the way that they made people feel. I think it was a little. I think it was a lot stronger than he intended on it being. That's all that I'm saying. Okay. No, I think he the knew, road to hell is paved in good intentions. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. I think, um, like I said, I think Trump is a lot smarter than people give him credit for. I think. He played, he played a lot of people perfectly, but unfortunately, you know, all games come to an end, and I don't think this is the last we've heard of Mr. Donald J. Trump, and unfortunately, like I said, like, hope he's, he's going to be back again, so. That's a good way of putting it. At the worst opportune moment, it pops up, right? Exactly, so he's not going anywhere, but unfortunately, I don't think Biden's going to be any better, but either way, guys, I hope your world is good. To see what what's gonna happen because I don't think uh, I don't think there's I think there's gonna be protests at some of the capitals but honestly guys I don't think there's gonna be what they're talking about and I think the way a lot of these media companies are driving the yes. narrative they're they're encouraging the behavior so you guys just gotta watch out I mean honestly if you're getting your news from one of the major sources right now and you're not getting your news independently online. You're not actually getting news because they are just trying to push you in one way or another. So you got to watch out for that. So with that, like I always say, guys, where do we go from here? Because honestly, uh, with Trump gone, I don't think things are going to get better. Honestly, I think uh, the damage is already done. The seeds of chaos have already been sown. But hopefully we can find a way to bring together people together but the only way it starts guys it starts in your house it starts in your neighborhood it starts, it starts in your, your mindset it's up to you because unfortunately you make the difference there are people out there that want to do nothing but harm and unfortunately we some, have of, some of these people these. have a lot of money a lot of power and a lot of influence a lot of resources that's right it's hard to combat something so like that's that. why we talk about things like facial recognition because these are going to be tools that are going to be they game changers in the future against the powerless and I think in another segment, we're going to talk about AI. And unfortunately, that too has the potential to... We're going to start bringing you guys a technology segment. We're probably, I think we're going to be bring it to you once every, every week, maybe once every two weeks. We'll see how we do with it. See if you guys like it. But either way, like I said, where do we go from here, guys? Do we let, do we let everything that we've uh, believed, love, and cherish die? Or do we stand up and fight for it? There comes a time and a place for everything, and unfortunately, all debts come due, and I think that day is coming soon, so we got to wake up. We need to start talking to each other. We need to start having conversations. Got to start clicking off, turning off the internet once in a while. Exactly. We need to start going outside. We need to start meeting each other again, because if not, unfortunately... We have the potential, guys, especially in our species. We have this... this, uh, this tendency in human beings it's amazing and i've seen it my mm -hmm. whole life we have this tendency to self-destruct 
take the, take the path of right. least resistance. You the see it self is too. there's two things. We like to take the path of least resistance, and then you have the self fulfilling prophecy as well. So we we so do that. like to lean towards both of those things. Yeah. You mix that with aggression, and it's a recipe for disaster. So just because we have some darker aspects of our nature doesn't mean we, it always has to be that way. So. But let's not let them exploit it more on social media and digital platforms, right? Let's not go against each other. Let's try to be empathetic and rational enough to let the other person speak to. Well, while we're talking about facial recognition, I know Facebook has a deep face program, and I know that was highly controversial. And basically, they collected a massive, massive, massive database of everyone's faces and how that's going to be used in the future. <clears throat> Basically, there's also something Facebook did called the social contagion experiment, which was highly unethical. Um, me, some me. would argue highly illegal. Tell me about it. So the social contagion theory was where Facebook went, took millions of its users information and data without their consent, and it profiled them. It learned what their triggers were, what made them happy. And, and now why would they want to do such a thing to so that they could ad design programs that programs. what kind of programs that will orchestrate our behavior based oh. on our triggers it'll be able to bombard us. they'll be able to do campaigns personalized campaigns against us in order to make us act in whatever way they want us to they're directing our behavior without us even knowing it absolutely and talk about the matrix unfortunately <laughs> the 2020s is going to sh be shaped up to be one decade because we got this uh Echo clash of it looks like human nature and technology, and we're gonna see who comes out on top. Is human nature gonna win, or is technology gonna win? Because there's certain people that are pushing for one, and I think there's the rest of us. Because either way, I mean, it's gonna be an uphill battle, and that's why we talk about the powerful and the powerless, and that's why we talk about some of the tools we that should, you have. We should National be wary. National referendum is probably the best one, wouldn't you say, D? Yes, um, I don't. I don't think it's well. Okay, hold well, up, hold can, up, hold I, up there. I know buddy. you can do state referendum. A national referendum does not exist yet, but I think we're living in a time where we should explore this area. You know, we should definitely see if there's an avenue of getting certain um, laws onto some type of national referendum. I don't even know if there's constitutionally a way for us to do that, but but it's definitely something we need to explore. Absolutely. And um, unfortunately, they're going to use facial recognition. They're going to use it against you. They're going to use your data. They're going to invade in your privacy. And unfortunately, it's they're going to use that to take your civil rights. Think about this, too. This is a true statistic. 85% of everything that each one of us does is caught on satellite, on camera, from the time we leave our houses. This is not even with facial technician recognition technology. This is just with the current technology they have, GPS tracking technology. Well, like I said all the time, we walk around, we walk around with these homes, so we're one step away from it being implanted in us. It tracks our location. It has your whole life. Most people can't go five minutes without looking at it. Every rise has a fall, and unfortunately, like Trump, Elon's going to come to see that. And he can have the best of intentions. He can hope to send us to Mars. Be but the like richest I said, man on the planet all right the, now. All the time. 185 billion. We might be able to conquer Mars, but what happens, guys? What truly happens once we get there? Because we can't even unite on this planet. So if we can't unite on this planet, what makes you think that we're going to be able to unite on others? And with that... The only thing, that, T, right, I just T. want to interject one point here. The only thing that makes us not able to unite on this planet is us, you and me. All right, you. Dude. All right, dude. With that, we're going to let you guys go. Coming live from the city of sin. Until next time, with love, I'm your host, T, and this is D, and we are out. Peace.